Good morning. My name is Michael Drassi. This is Annika Spitzer, and we have the privilege of sharing the message for you today. Michael and I are both 14 years old. I go to Jefferson Middle School, and Michael stays at home all day. <laughs> My parents are Jill Spitzer and Nick Spitzer. My parents are Gina and Joe Drassi. I have six siblings, while Annika only, over here only has four. <laughs> today, we will be preaching about loving others outside of the church and following Christ. If we want to follow Christ and live a Christian life, what do we do? Think about that. If we want to follow Christ and live a Christian life, what do we do? This is what I'm going to attempt to answer for you today. I'm going to start us off by reading Matthew 7:21. Not everyone calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. I picture living a Christian life in the same fashion as an atom is structured. There are three parts to this structure. The first part being the nucleus, the innermost part of the atom. It represents what we do here as a church family in our 949 by 284 foot property on 520 Fairmount Avenue. Here are some examples of what I'm talking about. Let's start with the adults. These are some of the things you do for us at our church. If you check your bulletin, you will see several small groups that you can attend throughout the week. Hospitality, waking up extra early on Sunday mornings to prepare coffee and donuts for after church. Volunteering, this includes many things, running small groups, teaching at Big God and Confirmation, helping in the service by passing out communion, greeting people at the front door, collecting the offering, reading scriptures, and sitting at the information desk. The youth help in our church as well. We play in the praise band, help in the nursery, pass out sermon bags, and help with events like trunk or treat. These are some of the things that make our church grow and thrive. However, God doesn't always want us to stay in the 949 by 284 foot property of our church. We need to move away from the nucleus of the atom and towards the second part, the K-shell. The K-shell is going to represent the things we do here for our church and with our church, but not at our church. John 15, 16 says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whenever you ask the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Reading this verse makes me feel like when we branch out and step away from the church, God will still be with us. Some examples I thought of glorifying God outside the church are as follows. Adults, helping out during youth events, bringing people to church from nursing homes, going to sunrise service on Easter, and help in transportation for families who are moving. Youth, vacation Bible school, Every summer, we attend a program to play games, have fun, and praise God. Youth group, we get together at the YMCA, other people's houses, and other locations for fellowship. Fellowship of Christian athletes, this is something you can do with your sports team to praise God. Mission trips, 
Once in a while, we get the opportunity to go and spread God's word around the world and impact. Although I'm not able to attend because I don't go to school, many, of, many schools do this program for religious students to praise God for a short period of time during the day. Okay, story time. Three years ago, I was on my hockey team, and I had a teammate whose dad ran Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, for our team. Before every home game, what we would do was we would meet across the street from the ice arena at the Best Western. There, we weren't allowed, in the we weren't allowed to lounge in the lobby, so we would go to the pool for our meetings. The leader of the group would call it the baptismal. Eventually, they let us use one of their conference rooms, but for like half the year, we were stuck in the 100-degree pool room. When we all got there and got settled in, we would read a verse and discuss it for 15 to 20 minutes, then head back across the street for our game. Our group consisted of the leader, his son, myself, and one other teammate. As the year went on, we gradually gained more members in our group. Our group kept growing and growing until the last day when we had our last game, we had all 16 of our teammates there. This shows that doing something small like this can grow a ton and gets people's attention to make them wonder if they were missing out on anything. So now let's talk about the last part of the atom, the electrons on the outside of the atom. This section is different from the other two. It's going to represent you as an individual not for the church, not with the church, and not at church. I'm talking about small acts of kindness and love, like a lady drops her purse and you stop to help her pick up the contents, or paying for the next person in line at Starbucks or Tim Hortons. Just saying Starbucks is better. Here's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Two weekends ago, my family and I went to the movies together. My sister Mary got this really cool cup that came with her slushie. So we watched the movie, obviously. After the movie was over, we saw our friend sitting in front of us. One of them told Mary he wished he had the cup she had. So out of the blue, Mary, 11 years old, said, here you go, and just handed him the cup. The boy thanked Mary and left with his mom. We were headed to the exit when a man from the concession stand called to my sister. He asked her where her cup was. He knew she was missing it because he was the one that sold it to her and knew how much she liked it. My mom told Mary to tell the man the story, so she did. After hearing what had happened, the man was so amazed at what she had done. So he left the conversation, grabbed another cool cup, filled it with slushy mix, and handed it to Mary. As Christians, God calls us to go out of our way to help people, even if it isn't convenient for us. In the analogy I've been making, each of us is a single electron on the outside of the atom. We each have our own jobs that we need to carry out regardless of if we are in church, at a church-related event, or somewhere that has no ties to the church at all. Those Christ-like actions from each of us will help everything function healthily and properly. Okay, guys, who here has seen Black Panther? Well, if you have, you'll know that the majority of the movie takes place in a fictional country called Wakanda. The people of Wakanda, Wakandans, have technology far more advanced than the rest of the world. 
Their country was so advanced that they even had a barrier that protected and hid themselves from the rest of the world and the threats to follow it. The problem was they were hiding from everything, even their own continent that they lived on. If they were to expose themselves, they could use their technology to help the rest of the world while still sustaining and protecting themselves. It took them until the very end of the movie to finally branch out and open up to the rest of the world and open a couple of outreach centers. I think this is somewhat the same thing that we do. We see an opportunity to help someone, but we avoid the situation so we don't have to expose ourselves to everyone else. When I started talking, I asked you, if we want to follow Christ and live a Christian life, what do we do? Here's my answer. Be merciful, support, care, be kind, give, help people in need, and to sum it all up, love. And now that confirmation is coming to an end, I've been considering some questions as well. How do I apply what I've learned from this class? What is next? What am I called to do outside of this building? What am I doing to make Christ known? It happens to be that love can answer all of these questions. I thought it might be fun to see how much we really know about love, so I'm doing this confirmation style. I brought us a quiz. How many times is the word love mentioned in the Bible? A, one, B, 103, C, 365, or D, 551? You guys can all shout out your answer on three. One, two, three. C. The correct answer is D. <laughs> all right. Question two. Finish the verse. We love because A, God loved us first, B, John loved us first, C, we love the donuts, or D, Jesus performed miracles. One, two, three. A. The correct answer is A. Question three. In John 21, 1 through 17, how many times is Peter asked by Jesus if he loves him? A, three. B, 21. C, seven, or D, one. One, two, three. A. Correct answer is A. A couple more. Question four. Finish the verse. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from A, Jesus, B, Luke, C, Pastor Rick, or D, God. One, two, three. D. The correct answer is D. Final question. When is the word love first mentioned in the Bible? A, Genesis 22, B, 1 Corinthians 2, C, Exodus 1, or D, Matthew 4? 1, 2, 3. A. It is A. Wow, we know a lot about love, but how much do we really show it? Since love is mentioned hundreds of times in the Bible, I guess I had my choice of scriptures. But I decided to go with one we all think of when we think of love. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, 
but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Many of us received an email from the church with an attached letter from Equip Asia. The letter told the story of Najini, who is in need of some assistance. Najini is an eight-year-old girl who suffers from rickets in her right knee, which knocks over her left knee when she walks. If Najini cannot walk to school, she cannot get an education. Equip Asia is willing to help Najini. The whole process will cost $1,100. To us, $1,100 is a day at Disney. To this eight-year-old girl, $1,100 would change her life. Broken down even further, that's 11 people donating $100. $100, that's it. What a simple act of love that would change and perhaps even save this girl's life. But love doesn't have to be about money or even a grand gesture. It's often the small, simple acts of love that actually help people experience the love of Jesus through your life. Maybe it's just a conversation or a phone call, maybe an unexpected visit or help with a project. But let's remember, it's kind of easy to love people like us, people with the same mindset or people that we care about. That comes natural, right? But it's not so easy to love the kid who just pushed your friend in line or just called you a name. It's also hard to remember to care about others who you may not know as well. And what about the people who have opposite views as you? or the person that betrayed you. Are we loving them? Love has to be a decision at the front of our brain. We must be constantly choosing love. God did not put us here to live a convenient life. We must be inconvenienced for the sake of others. It seems like if we truly loved and cared about others, we would be doing something. Because you see, love is patient, even when you have four sisters yelling in your ear. Love is kind to everyone, regardless of your economic status, race, or political views. Love does not envy. That's a hard one, especially with social media these days. Love does not boast, even when you are sure you are right. Love is not proud. Remember, we are all created equal in the image of God. Love does not dishonor others. If you literally have to bite your tongue, do it. It is not self-seeking. This is the love for the glory of God and is a no-strings-attached kind of thing. Love is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Remember when Jesus told Peter to forgive someone not seven times, but 70 times seven times? Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, I don't want to come across like I have this all figured out, because that's not even close. But what I do think is that maybe this is my next step, and maybe someone else's too. I'm leaving this all with a challenge a challenge to love outside our comfort zone this summer. Find a new way to love others. Make the decision to love as often as we can. If, need made a, if you need motivation, look to Jesus. If you need a model, look to Jesus. Even if you fail to love, look to Jesus and try again. I came across the lyrics to a song that is popular right now and want to leave you all with a small section that felt right for this Confirmation Sunday. Keep loving, keep serving, keep listening keep learning, keep praying, keep hoping, keep seeking, keep searching. Take these small things and watch them grow bigger. The God who made oceans from rivers. Please pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, please give us a generous heart and a willing spirit to love like Jesus. Send us your Holy Spirit to fuel us on our journey. Give us the courage to love you boldly and walk strongly in our faith. In your name we pray, amen.